3: All right, everybody, we are back again. This is the drive on ninety three point seven. The ticket. It is Monday, Monday, Monday. <sighs> Monster trucks. S- should we, should we uh, throw a little Husker
2: flavor in here, really quickly? Yes. Yes. All right. So this is from last night. This is. These are the sounds of the two Huskers getting their name called at the Major League Baseball draft. Mm-hmm. All right. So this first one, it, it sounds normal. All right. Nothing. Nothing crazy. It's uh, the 45th pick. We're going to work our ways backwards.
3: Yeah.
0: With the 45th pick of the 2023 MLB draft, the Detroit Tigers select Max Anderson, a second baseman from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln.
2: So what's interesting, guys, is both Nebraska players that got drafted got, got drafted way higher than what they were projected to grow. go. Mm-hmm. Bryce Matthews, who we'll hear from in a second, got selected 28th overall. He was mocked at 53rd overall. Max Anderson was mocked at like 65th overall as, went, as late as Friday and went, and went 45th, 45th overall. Okay. So here is Bryce Matthews. The reason I waited to play this one, I was telling you guys about it. Yep. Mm. Rob Manfred, the Major League Baseball Commissioner, has done some really stupid things. With Give me an sport. example. Well, it's, it's how he handled certain situations during COVID was bad. Mm-hmm. How he handles um, the... The agreements with, like, the players associate, the players with Major League Baseball and the players' uh-huh. union, basically, with Major League Baseball. Uh, just the, the changes to the game and the lack of changes to the game. Um, suspensions and some questionable decisions, whether you should suspend a guy for domestic violence more than you should suspend a guy for PED use. Like, things like that have really caused him to not be a fan favorite. Uh-huh. So, anyway, <clears throat> you'll hear him. He'll have to pause every couple of words because the boos are so loud for Rob Manfred. And then he'll announce that somebody else is going to announce all the picks from then on. He was done.
4: He was done. done.
2: Because Bryce was picked with the final pick in the the first round. So similar to the NFL draft after a couple rounds, it's like, all right, the senior vice president is going to be the one to announce. He was one and done. He was one round and done. (laughs) And when he announces... The guy who's gonna who is going to say all the the remaining picks, everybody cheers, and you'll hear just a change of of attitude from the fan base. Man. So here it is, oh. with the twenty
4: eighth pick of the twenty twenty three. The draft will resume in five minutes. Announced by MLB Senior Vice President of Onfield Operations, Raul Abanez. Just, now, just flips on it. No, Now, a now, now you, <laughs> you think about this, because at first, before that happened, um, 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 unknown texture comes, oh, it was Ted, Ted, my bad. Ted calls in and says, he goes, I think the boos were because of the Astros, not Manfred. But to dispute that, though, uh, Ted, it changed the cheers when he announced there's going to be a new call. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it, it might might have been a combination I, I of both.
2: It's probably a combination of both because yeah. everybody's still mad about the whole trash can incident. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, that was <laughs> sorry fastball. That was a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was ruthless. And if you if you there's a video. I think I posted a full video on my Twitter. There's a video of it, um, where Manfred he like. Looks around and he's just frustrated as ever, and he's annoyed because mm-hmm. he has to wait and pause be boots
4: because so he's being booed. Because he's being booed, I will so give.
2: He is yelling, and then you just have Raul Abanias come up, and it's dead silent.
4: rolls comes up to, I got yep.
2: this. They select Max Anderson, University of Nebraska Lincoln, and it's just like just, just claps, just normal claps. There's nothing else. Yep. I will it's give Roger
3: takes. Goodell credit for all the booze that he takes every year, and now he asks for it. Like, yeah, he gets up there and he's like. Is that seriously all you got for me? Yeah. Well, that's, that's what, <laughs> he's embraced it.
4: Yeah. He's embraced the boogeyman. Heck,
2: I told you guys I watched the NH I watched the first pick of the NHL draft. And I think that's like a thing that commissioners are starting to do because the NHL commissioner steps up and he's like, Oh, come on, I
3: know you can do better than that. <laughs> Give me more booing. <laughs> So yeah, I highly recommend
2: the video because you can see how frustrated Rob Manfred is as the MLB commissioner because he's getting booed
4: so bad. Hey, unknown texter 5059, I think he's right on, or she's right on. Those were WWE levels of booing. No. <laughs> that was loud, dude. Yeah, that was you know. And you think it about it, bad. that wasn't just a casual boo. You know, that was like they they came, that came from their soul, from their core. That that was deep boos right there.
2: Yeah. See, Ted just sent in a picture of Rob Manfred during the pick. That's a, that's a face he made during the pic, or during the, 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 the
4: video. And he's just looking, he's
2: looking around. like, really?
4: This is what we're doing? As, as frustrated as ever. He's like, I am a Harvard graduate. Do you know that? That's Cornell. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know who I, know who I, I am. Yes. I, looked, I was looking him up while you were talking. He, this guy went to uh, Le Mayon College. College, Cornell University, and Harvard. And he goes, I went to Harvard. You will not boo me coming from Harvard like that. Well, they booed him big time. Big time. yeah. You guys, on a serious note, does Pat Fitzgerald make it past this week at Northwestern? Folks, to fill you in, in case you didn't know what was going on at Northwestern, there have been allegations, and very strong ones, with uh, pictures included of hazing that was going on, some that um, uh, included sexual assault, um, some that included guys being really just demoralized in some of the things they had to do. Um Me and Raf were talking about it yesterday. We were thinking, okay, things came out, I think, Friday is when they came out. Then it escalated even more over the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And I told Raph, yesterday we are talking about It's like maybe this is an X player with an axe to grind. Well, there have been others who uh, corroborated with a story, uh, corroborated with a story, if I can say it right. Agreed. We'll just say agreed with a story. There you go. And there was others that strongly (laughs) denied the story. It's like, no. And then the the whole thing here blows me away. The whole the whole team comes out with a statement yesterday. I won't read it, all of it, but um, the whole team came out with a statement yesterday. I'm assuming this is from players uh, that came out with a statement on it yesterday. But before I go through that statement, let's look at this real fast. Some of the things that have happened in, the, in, the, in our conference, in particular, in the past couple of years. 2018, OSU's turn and try uh, one Sandusky with Richard Strauss. You know that situation happened with him. On 18, of course, Urban Meyer resigns. Uh, Urban Meyer resigns after mishandling allegations of domestic abuse. 2018, a player at Maryland passed away. Remember, their strength coach yeah. was fired that year. 2020, Iowa 4 players Super racism allegations. That coach later pulled a pillar of the league by the media, uh, called a pillar of the league by the media. And then, obviously, then um, uh, Urban Meyer thinks it would be a great idea to hire him as his strength and conditioning coordinator at Jacksonville. We know that didn't go well. Uh, 2020, Michigan uh, gets their turn. Uh, they had a uh, sex abuse scandal with uh, uh, the, uh, their, their team as well, their program. Nebraska's in there. Uh, Nebraska tries to play football, just like every other team in the country was. Uh, coach, of course, uh, former uh, Commissioner Kevin Warren's threats to kick us out of the conference if we did play football. Um, 2023, former Commissioner Warren grants media rights that he didn't have authority to grant. <laughs> Remember that situation? 2023, Iowa student-athletes withheld from competition over gambling acquisitions accusations. And in 2023, here we are with Northwestern right now with a sexually abusive culture. The coach suspended two weeks, obviously that's been changed cuz the president has come back out and said, "You know what? Uh I did not look deeper into this as I should have." Nope. That doesn't sound good. Yeah. I mean, Nick, Raf, where do they go? I was frustrated when they came out. It,
2: we, now obviously we know more details. But I, I said it on Friday. I was I was frustrated to hear that it was only a two-week suspension. Mm-hmm. I I was I was I was pissed because here's the deal. This coach has been here for since I mean, he's going into his 18th year. Mm-hmm. So he's been there since 2006. Former player. Yep, former player, right? And whether whether he knew it was going on or not, I believe that you are paid to know every single thing that's going on within yep. your program. right? Whether you're a former player or not, right? And Nebraska has a unique perspective of this because they just went through this as well. Yep. To where sometimes you'll turn a cheek or turn a blind eye to a former a guy that's been from your alma mater, just so that he can maybe mm-hmm. give him the benefit of the doubt if you will, right, so they do that, and they give him a two week suspension because they believe they know his character and i don't want to i don't want to come at Pat Fitzgerald and say he's a bad guy or whatever, but you gave him a two week suspension in the middle of July when the big ten media days are in three weeks, and nobody will be able to talk about it after that mm-hmm. because everybody's going to be talking about oh. It's the Big Ten media days. Let's talk about what each team has coming right. into the season. And guess what? Everybody forgets that this happens mm-hmm. in late June, early July. However, guys, here's what's, here's what's jarring here. Um, a former player talked to Adam Rittenberg of ESPN. He said, quote, Fitz absolutely knew about the hazing in this program. <sighs> Fitz absolutely failed by not intervening. Fitz knew, and he should have made it stop. And if he truly did not know, he should not be the head coach. Either way, he should not be the head coach because he is not monitoring and protecting the safety and well-being of student athletes. That's my point: is that you are put in that position to, to either know. know everything that you're go- that's going on, or if you don't know, learn. Yeah, and quickly. so either way, he's not doing his job. Yeah. If he's if he knows and he's not stopping it, that's a big issue. If he doesn't know and isn't knowing everything about his program, that's another issue. You're not doing your job.
4: That's my thought on it. Yeah, Raph, what's your thoughts, man?
3: I, from the everything that's came out, I mean, it's not good, but. From a football perspective, you've got to look at it this way: you've got media days in two weeks, you got season starting in two and a half weeks, or practices. They play a
4: game in fifty-four days. Yeah,
3: so uh, so you this has got it. They've got to decide fairly quickly how they're going to move from this. If they're going if they're going to keep him on a suspension, if so, you're going to have to find you're going to have to find. uh, interim coach which which you don't know where they're sitting out there do they have somebody on staff and then are those guys are they even can they even be interim coaches because they were you know around for it i mean you got a lot of stuff you got to think about right now because you don't want to go into big 10 media days and not have anything decided because the media will be all all over you well then you've got to decide what do you what do you do like you can't like this isn't one of those things where you're like well, okay, we're going to suspend Coach Fitzgerald for the first six games, so we're going to bring up his number two guy. Well, his number two guy has been with him probably for 18 years. Mm-hmm. So you've got you you've got a dilemma on your hands. Let
2: me ask you guys this real quick, because this is something I thought about Saturday and I was telling somebody, is how on earth – this is why I think that the university, the decision's already been made. and I, I think they're just trying to figure out a way to, to handle it as best they can and announce it. Because from a football standpoint and a recruiting standpoint, oh, how does Pat Fitzgerald or anybody on that staff that's been there for a significant amount of time go into a house and look their yep. parents dead in the eye and say, yeah, I'm going to protect your son? When there are reports of dudes holding down freshmen and eight to ten upperclassmen doing whatever they want to them.
4: yeah, <laughs> okay, that's the Here's the bigger I, question. What does it have to do with football to allegedly sexually assault somebody? Yeah, yeah I know. It's like I told Coach and Sip and Jake and Raph on the Spillover, you and off there. I'm gonna tell you right now, we're fighting. And I don't care how big the do is, I'll take a beat down. Yeah. But before you do something like that to me, we're fighting. Yeah. That how how does that build team chemistry? What, what is that?
3: Yeah. Just weird.
4: And this is a culture of, and I'm not just at Northwestern. This has happened in other places too. Yeah. Um, it's being publicized. You know, it, more of it will come out. But I thought what was interesting is Michael Shield, the president of Northwestern University, and the anonymous player uh, that turned him in, uh, that, that came up the out not came up with it, it kind of came up, came out with him, if you would. Um, it says this. He also told ESPN on Sunday that the former player whose hazing allegations late in two thousand twenty two launched the investigation, informed him of a detailed plan with the sole objective to take down Fitzgerald. The current player on Sunday relayed a conversation he had early this year with a former player to Northwestern trustees and other influential university figures. Here's what it was led he said, the former player who turned him in. He just kept emphasizing, yeah, it'll be okay. I'm just trying to get Coach Fitz fired. The current player told ESPN, PM. I don't think he ever acknowledged what he's saying is not true. It was just like, I might embellish or exaggerate to get Coach Fitz fired. He said his sole goal was to see Coach Fitz rot in jail. Bro. Bro. This is serious. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you this. If this player's lying, he's looking at charges. Well, exactly. Yeah. Because you're trying if, if this is if he's not telling the truth, like we don't know, but there's pictures of this sign in their locker room that says Shrek's list. Yeah. One of their I guess one of their um formalities or traditions of hazing that goes on. Now, I'm going to say this. If this young man is telling the truth, how do you not see a sign in the middle of your locker room and not know what it is? Because if you don't know it as a head coach, if I'm the board of trustees or athletic director, I'm thinking if you—if it it is true, if it was in the locker room, you didn't know it was there, or if it was, you didn't pay attention to it, I'm going to question your credibility. Yep. I'm going I'm to question your ability to lead this team. And do think about this. If Northwestern was on the east or west coast, it would be an Ivy League school. Bottom line, yeah. it would be an Ivy League school if it was on the east or west coast because of their history of academics, etc., I, I I just don't know. In fifty three days, you play, you kick off in fifty three days. I mean, I I don't know what they do. Now think about no. this, fellas. I'm gonna throw this to you. Text line, you chime in as well. Me personally, I don't think a single coach on that staff is safe.
2: No, no. Well, and it's and it's now. I mean, what on the from a football perspective? Where do you go? Yeah. Number number one, who do you hire? Oh, number yeah. number two, who wants that job? Yeah. Mm-hmm. After that, and, and here's here's another reason I I mentioned this to Jay when I filled in for for uh, or I filled in on old school with Austin and Jay. This. Univ- or the university and boosters have put in 1.2 billion dollars into football facilities mm, 200 million mm, for mm. the new lake, the, the, the new the uh, new waterfront practice facility which is beautiful yep. and they are people may forget just last year they announced that they're going to make an eight they're going to put 800 million into i guess it would be only 1 billion but a little 800 million into a new football stadium yeah. into a new Ryan field you can't have this. Yeah. You gotta fill Mm-mm. that up. Yeah. If if you're paying for this, you gotta fill it with with fans. Yep. More importantly, you gotta fill it with players. And it goes back to this thing of how do I look Raph in the in the face and go, all right, ref, yep, I promise. D- just don't read anything on ESPN. But I promise, oh. I'm gonna, as the head coach, you're, I'm gonna take care of your player. You're, well, I, you're, I, not. you're I'm not. Cur-
3: I'm curious too on ESPN because Michael B- Wilbon, you know, came out against Nebraska. Interesting what he's gonna say today, it's gonna be, Yeah, when the tables are turned. Great point. But, what what does Michael Wilborn Wilborn ha, Wilbon have to say because I Wilbon mean,
4: he, likes to take shots at other Big Ten schools yeah. except no well so now Buster. this
3: is on you uh, he better he better step up and be a man about it or else you know
4: <sighs> his, his credibility is you look back at um um oh what was the one that always cracked jokes in Nebraska Mark May yeah they would always yeah. just vehemently just beat Nebraska up. I would praise the other schools. Notice, he's, he's MIA. He's missing in action. You ain't seen Mark May in years. Yeah. Whether it was voluntary or forced, we don't know. Will Bond, and I like Will Bond. Don't be wrong. I don't like – I mean, there's nothing wrong with being loyal to your school. We're all loyal to our schools. Yeah. But you know what? Call it like it is, man. Yep. If this is true, if this is true, you better come out just as aggressive as you were in defense of your school and yep. other things, man. Um. Somebody asked, you know. Somebody asked me, "Did anything go to Nebraska? You think I You think I'm gonna tell if something went on Nebraska? Of course no. not. I'm a, I'm, I can tell you this: <laughs> nothing like that. Yeah, there'd so have been some guys going to jail because if you try to do what they allegedly did at Northwestern with us back in the day, no. oh, you're, we're fighting. Yeah, and I don't care if I have to pick up a chair and hit you. I'm we're fighting. Well, you you've uh, you've seen a difference too
3: in the NFL because back in the day, there used to be some stuff that would go on, like you know, taping people to the goalpost in the NFL." And even that—that's when the way now now the NFL that the form of hazing they do in the NFL now is they do a talent show.
2: Well, and now I mean, unfortunately, well, dinner. Let's, let's you know, at dinner.
3: They might dinner. they might yeah. stick will stick make you with ricky, a high tab. Rookie yeah.
2: pay. Well, yeah. like, but here's also this, guys. You can't deny that society's changed over the last thirty years. Also, For real? Yep. Mm-hmm. right. This isn't stuff Nebraska whatever if if/whatever happened Nebraska in 1980 and 90 does not matter.
4: I assure you it was it, not it like, was nothing this. like this. It was nothing like this. Yeah.
2: And and that's not what I was trying to yeah. get at. But even if it did we're talking about how society is today and as as early as 2 or as as late as 2000 or 20 mm-hmm. 2020. Um here's a here's a pretty tw- telling quote from the from the former player. And I'm with you. If if this ends up being falsified in any way, then this, this former player is going to have some, some questions to answer, but he says this quote, I want to shed light on this heinous illegal behavior. Mm. I wanted illegal behavior out of the program. This is an absolutely barbaric and egregious culture that ultimately lies on the shoulders of the head coach. Um, the former player told ESPN that hazing was organized and widespread in Northwestern's program, often led by a group of older players called the Shrek Gang. The group would lead a hazing activity called running, quote unquote, usually against freshmen or younger players who had made mistakes in practice. According to the former player, older players wearing masks would restrain the victim in a dark locker room and engage in sexualized behavior. The former player said he was run as a freshman. They would have held down against their will by numerous upperclassmen with masks on and been violently dry humped in a dark room. This is Title IX stuff. This is sexual abuse and sexual assault. I don't know why the university isn't making the details public. End quote. Here's the last little bit of it. The former player said Fitzgerald signaled for players to be added to the quote Shrek's list with a specific clapping motion during practice. He said he uh, saw Fitzgerald make the motion at least 5 times since the 2020 season.
3: I I it just doesn't look that good for him and plus just I know this sounds but playing at Northwestern and coaching for the 18 years that he has you know, I would say he's been there, done that, and seen it all, and I'm I'm afraid that I don't know. I just well, well, there's a, there's
2: a, 18 years of, guys, of relationships is a lot. I'm gonna but tell you this, this. There's no way.
4: No way he survives this. I don't think there's so. there's no way he survives this. Um, and big Bert's got a good point. Of course, there will be a day late. Uh, is, is 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 it still just Northwestern assessing the punishment? NC hasn't gotten involved yet. I'm gonna tell you right now, it, it, he's done. I would be shocked yeah. if he's the coach at Northwestern. After yeah. sheesh, I'd even go. They're gonna do. They're gonna dot their I's and cross their T's. Yep. But I'd be shocked if he was the coach come Friday.
3: Yeah. And then you got. And then you, you don't even know what you do. Like for an interim, you're like you can't.
2: You can't keep anybody on that. St- that's that's the that's the crazy I mean, thing may, about it.
3: They've got, all
4: been like as coach mentioned. The there's only one. They got three coaches, the three coaches. The three they coaches hired. they just hired about four months ago. Yeah. They're gonna have a skeleton staff. Or I'm gonna tell you this right now. And I'm gonna tell you this. Don't be shocked, fellas, if they don't even play a freaking season. I'm going to go out on a limb and just well, say that. And yeah. that's
2: the thing is, you have
4: 53 days until kickoff. Well,
2: because, and, and these
4: aren't just loose, I mean, these aren't just like minor. I mean, yeah. this we're talking about sexual assault, <laughs> alleged sexual yeah. assault by numerous players. Yeah. Well,
2: and I would also say, I mean, here's the thing, guys. As we know. Um, through through other cases and other investigations and things like that. Once a decision's made, let's say Pat Fitzgerald is is fired, let go, whatever nope. resigns. You know, I'm sh- I'm sure they'll probably let him be like, listen, I'm going to step away, I'm done, stuff like that. Even though, I think I think Northwestern should come out and say we're firing him because that makes Northwestern look better. Yep. But I wouldn't it be surprised if more people then come forward.
4: Let's discuss another half because this, yeah. this we got to unpack this more, man, yeah. folks. It's the drive, A.D. Raph. Nick, 50, 53 days until kickoff, give or take for Nebraska. It is coming up very fast. Actually, to be exact on kickoff days, we have... We need this down to the minute and second. Yeah, we got to get it down. We, I got to say to always get it. We got to get it down to the minute and second. We have... Let's go, baby. Let's go. Come <laughs> on. Let's see what we got here. Come on. I got to get it. I want to get it right. Here it comes. My Wi-Fi is messing up. Surveys, <laughs> says 52 days, 9 hours, 25 minutes, and 10 seconds in counting. Folks, we'll be back on the side in a few minutes. More to unpack. Not good stuff, but, man, it's interesting stuff and things that make you go, hmm. It's the drive on the ticket. I'll be right back.